You're listening to Vincenzo Landino on the Brand Boost Podcast, powered by Zoom. Welcome to the show today. Another amazing episode is in store for you. Joining me is business growth strategist, Kelly Roach. Kelly, how are you today? I am doing fantastic. Thanks for having me on the show. I appreciate your time. I know that uh, things can get hectic, and uh, I'm pretty sure we rescheduled a couple times for this one, uh, and I apologize. Just travel comes up and whatnot, and then we're like, oh my goodness, I have to record the podcast. That's the one thing with batch recording. I'll be honest with you. It's the one issue with recording all of your shows in one day. It's the biggest biggest problem. How do you do it? How do you record your podcast? Well, I do three podcast recordings every Monday morning between five and seven a.m. Um, so five every and week, a.m. Yes, yes, that is. I choose that time because my two dogs are still sleeping, my two-year-old daughter is still sleeping, and my husband is still sleeping. So that is before the circus unleashes and everything gets crazy. So I do my podcast then, but I do a lot of solo episodes. So those three episodes that I record every Monday are solo episodes. And then, you know, I do one guest interview a week and those are kind of sprinkled throughout. So it's not like a heavy workload there. I really do the the heavy lifting on Monday mornings. Okay. Okay. Good. Yeah. I used to do, I used to, uh, do some solo recording and then I moved back away from it to go into the interviews again. It seemed like the audience wanted the interviews. They wanted other people and they, they wanted more than that. So anyway, uh, for those of you that don't know, Kelly, she is a thought leader. Uh, she is, like I said, a business growth strategist, but what is a business growth strategist? Let's start with that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, the simplest way to describe what I do is I help entrepreneurs make six and seven figure leaps in their businesses, even if they're just getting started or if they've been struggling for years. So that's the simplest way to explain it. I show people what the lowest lying fruit is to move their business forward. I help them design a roadmap and a strategy and action plan that is manageable given their schedule, their reality, their life. And I support them, hold them accountable, push them, teach them, coach them, and help them make it happen. It's shocking. Well, I guess it's not shocking. After speaking, you know, nearly or over 150 episodes, I'm not surprised that people still don't know how to do that. And yet, there's still a need for people to hold their hand and guide them. And I often wonder what creates or what caused these individuals to start business in the first place right if they they have no idea where they're going oftentimes like they don't even have a place to start and that's not a criticism on people it's just me being curious as you said that like how do people start businesses and then have zero plan in place like and i'm not not this is not to say that you aren't providing value it's to say why on earth with so many resources out there today like we have everything at our fingertips right all this information, more information than, uh, you know, mankind before us in all these years. And yet we still can't figure things out. We still need We still need the human touch. Why is that? Yeah. Well, I think that the pendulum has actually swung to the other side, meaning that now there are so many different conflicting pieces of information, so much overload, so many resources, a new platform every day, a new bright, shiny object every 10 seconds. Um, people are so overwhelmed and so confused 
by what they're seeing on the internet that they just don't know what to do. I mean, the vast majority of business owners are so frozen and overwhelmed that they're doing almost nothing productive in their business whatsoever. And, you know, we have people that are working, you know, really hard, really long hours for years and, you know, really are completely stuck. Now, on the other side, there are people that I work with every single day that come to me that are already running very successful businesses. I have business owners running 500,000 million, million plus businesses that recognize that to become elite at what they do and to drive a level of excellence in their organization, that they have to cover their blind spot. Right. You right, like right. you're never going to find an Olympic athlete that got to the Olympics without having a coach. So even if you're really good at what you do, you're going to need someone to cover your blind spot to help look from the outside in and tell you what you're missing, where you're dropping the ball, where the opportunity it lies. That's fastest and easiest to help you get to the next level that you're completely overlooking because sometimes you're so deep in your business that you can't see the forest from the trees. And so there's, there's on one hand, you know, I think the overstimulation, the information overload, the overabundance of resources that gets people confused and stuck. And then on the other side, there's the people that are already successful, but want to become elite. They want to become world-class. And, and those are the types of people that I enjoy working with the most. Uh, tell us about your corporate executive experience. Um, I know that you you have that experience behind you. So you're not just coming from nowhere like, Oh yeah, I just popped up and I'm going to give you advice on how to run a business and you have no idea. So tell us a little bit about that experience. Yeah, um, absolutely. And, and walk us through that and what you saw in the corporate world that you knew you can translate into being a growth strategist. Yeah, definitely. Well, you know, virtually everything that I do in my own business today, I learn from real world experience in the trenches, building business and teaching people and, and coaching others in the corporate world. So I started off doing sales, generated 30 million in sales in like less than nine months for my company, which led to my first promotion. I moved into management by the time I was 22 and I was promoted seven times in eight years working for a fortune 500. So I became the youngest senior vice president in the company was managing 17 locations up and down the East Coast. I had full P&L responsibility, which meant I was doing all of the hiring, all the training, coaching, developing, tactical design, strategic focus. And we broke every record in the company's history for sales, profit, growth, expansion, helped hundreds of people to double and triple their income, and really did so by teaching them how to really rapidly build their business, to um, get good at sales, understand marketing, to price their business business effectively to strategize what the fastest, most efficient path for growth was. And I recognized in helping this one company make millions and millions of dollars that there was a huge need in the market for this knowledge and education, um, you know, in the small business realm, you know, especially given that still greater than 80% of businesses fail 95% in the first, I think five years fail. And so I was like, wow, you know, if I, if I took, you know, what I've learned here and what I'm doing to help all of these people in this one company and started teaching entrepreneurs how to do this, you know, not only can I keep a lot of businesses in business, but I can also help people to accomplish their goals and dreams and really make an impact on the world. And that's exactly what it's done. You know, this past year, I had the opportunity to help one of my clients add an extra million dollars to their bottom line. 
Um, I had an opportunity to help many clients cross the six-figure mark for the very first time. Um, I have had the opportunity to help um, another client double once so far this year, and she's ready on track to double a second time to cross over the million-dollar mark by the end of this year. So I get to see that tangible result and evidence in my work that I do every single day, and I know it's changing people's lives, it's impacting their families, and you know, it just keeps me so excited and motivated to make a difference every single day. Let's uh, skip right into the podcast. We brought it out. I brought it out at the out, uh, the outset and you know, you have a unstoppable success radio, Kelly Roach. And uh, tell us what my listeners, cause I listen, I like my listeners to meet new people here on the podcast and then go check out my guests. So if they were to jump over onto your show, what are they going to expect? Um, and what can they, who should be listening to that? Um, to, you know, to gain whatever information insights from you. Yeah, absolutely. So the people that should be listening are the people that want fuel. They want strategy. They want resources. Um, they want support um, and actionable takeaways to go further, faster and accomplishing their goals. You know, that is what the show is all about. It's giving people tangible walkaways three times a week that are going to help them mentally physically, strategically build wealth, achieve freedom and become unstoppable in, in their own life, whether that is in a career, whether, you know, in a corporate realm or in as an entrepreneur in their own business, the things that we talk about and teach, um, we do get into nitty gritty strategy and actionable plans from an entrepreneur standpoint, but we also cover a lot of topics, leadership, um, people, influence, mindset, you know, the mind body connection, all of those things that, that are, you know, impactful and important for anyone that wants to become world-class at whatever it is that they do. I am going to have to add this to the, uh, add this to the podcast playlist. I have my playlist that, uh, I keep, and I'm gonna have to add that. Cause I, I like, I like the approach you take and I like that there's an action at the end. Like we're going to get you to X amount of dollar. Like there's, there's a goal here. There's a goal. Uh, and that's what I'm, that's what I'm hearing from you. Right. So I'm listening to what you're saying and I'm hearing a goal. Like there's bottom line. We're going to move the bottom line. Cause a lot of times people are like, well, we're going to move the needle. It's like, okay, great. What's the needle? Like, where are we starting from? Where are we getting to? And I like that you're, you have, you're actually giving us numbers. Um, what, can you say about goal setting when it comes to success? Uh, where does goal setting sit on the important scale? Yeah. So, you know, I have mixed feelings about this on, you know, on one hand, you know, goal setting is important. I'm sitting with a like four by four, um, dream board that I'm looking at in front of my desk right now with like visions of all the things that I'm working towards and, and things that I want to accomplish. And I think goal setting is important, but I think much more important than goal setting is the strategy action and follow through to get it done. And that is what I see missing. I see a lot of goal setting out there which to me is, is wishing, right. Um, but, but in order to create a life of significance and fulfillment and freedom and abundance, um, the goal setting isn't quite as important as what you do every single day and having your actions and your life and what you're, you're doing align with what you want to achieve, if that makes sense. 
Okay. It's a different, it's just a different approach. It's just a different way of looking at it. And I, and I appreciate that. Um, why do you think there's so much information out there? And again, you know, right, wrong, or indifferent. So this is just like asking for your opinion, but why is it then that we're, we're kind of taught so much to goal set, goal set, goal set constantly from maybe like other, other outlets or other coaches or other pieces of information, other authorities are constantly throwing that down our throat. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, I I think because goal setting is the first step, right? So you have to aspire to something and you have to be clear on your end result that you want to achieve. You have to have a vision and a a purpose and an end goal that you're working towards in order to achieve anything, right? Because if you don't have a, if you don't have a final destination, how do you map out or chart the course to achieving it, right? Right. So I think the reason why there's so much focus, so much energy, so much talk around that is because that is one necessary component of creating the life, the the business, you know, whatever the case that you want to achieve. But what I think that people um, kind of lose steam on is the action, the follow through and the alignment between what they say that they want and what they do every single day um, and how those things correlate and, and whether or not they actually are putting them in the right Running to achieve their their goals that they're setting. Uh, you also have a book, and I want to talk about the book. And then you have some interesting uh, insights in in the book, Unstoppable. Um, which, I, by the way, I love the name. Was that the name of that Philadelphia Eagles movie, or was that what was the name of that with Mark Wahlberg in it? Is that oh, Unstoppable? I don't know. I know exactly what you're talking about, but I don't know what the name I totally, was. Like, right, was obviously, I have a computer in front of me, and I'm sitting here asking you this question. But anyway, talk, let's talk about Unstoppable. Um, and it sounds like the podcast, your messages, and the book all have similar uh, insights. But it says nine, you know, your, your, your subline is nine principles for unlimited success in business and life. Can you give us some of those principles? And then obviously, for the rest of them, I want people to go and check out the book. I will have the link to the book in the show notes. And I think Kelly has a, you have some sort of special right now for the audio book, but go ahead. Let's, let's get some of these nine principles out there. I want to hear some of them. Definitely. Definitely. So the book really is about people helping people to connect the dots between the life that they want and what they need to do to achieve it. And, you know, that's the biggest gap that I see out there today is there's a lot of wishing, hoping, complaining, struggling, anxiety, and stress, um, about where you are versus where you want to be, but not a lot of, well, Hey, let's connect those dots and let's give a roadmap and, and let's put a step-by-step plan in place. That's going to walk you through building that life that you desire and changing the things that you dislike and breaking out of that cycle that you've been stuck in for years. And that's what this book is all about. Um, the first principle, one of the first principles in the book is stop resenting the 1% and join them. And in, in that chapter, I talk about the, the six key, you know, mindset shifts and the things that you must live by if you want to build, if you want to build wealth and if you want to have financial freedom and abundance in your life. And, you know, I share my story. I came from a family that lived just above the poverty line. And by the time I was, you know, 30 years old, I was in the top 1% of, you know, earners in America. And, you know, I, I talk about that because it's so important for people to realize that, Number can one. we talk? Can we st- just for, I don't want to interrupt you, but I do. You say you were in the top one percent. Can we explain to p- folks 
what the top 1% is. I think there's a misconception of what the 1% is. And this is not to take away from you, but to allow people to see that it's fully achievable. I, in, at least I think so. I think it's a very achievable. Um, what is one, what is the 1%? Do you know what the line is? I, I'm asking, cause I'm not sure I can look it up, but do you know what that yeah. line is? Yes. Yeah, so it changes. It varies from anywhere from, you know, 380,000 to 450,000. It just depends on when you look, where you look, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but absolutely it's achievable for anyone. That, that's why that's the first chapter of the book. Because it's a hundred percent achievable for anyone and everyone. And especially with all the resources and the internet and what we can do, you know, simply from our iPhones, it's just unbelievable. And so, you know, yes, it is attainable and achievable for everyone. And, um, you know, that, that's a great first goal for people to set for themselves. You're, you're obviously going to be able to build wealth if you can get to that level and sustain that, um, you know, over a period of years. So, you know, it's about the fact that over the last few years, there's been a lot of talk, um, especially we're now in a presidential campaign um, about, you know, the one percent, like they're this evil group of people that, you know, stomp on the little guys and all of this. And, you know, 95 percent of, of self-made millionaires did it through starting and growing their own businesses through their own hard work, their own focus, energy, you know, all of that. And so, you know, I think it's one, realizing it is attainable Two, realizing that you can't have resentment and attract something at the same time. So you can't have an attitude or energy of negativity towards other people that are in that group and think that they should pay more taxes and they should do this and they should pay for that. And, you know, they're wrong for this. And then at the same time, want to be wealthy and want to be free and want to enjoy riches yourself. You know, you can't resent something and attract it at the same time. So, you know, I start with that because the basis of any and all success is mindset and is your attitude and is your belief in yourself and what's possible for you. So we start with that mindset. We start with that wealth attraction. We start with the, the behaviors and the actions and the principles that you have to live by to, to build and create wealth, which, hey, you know, that's not the most important thing in life, but it makes life more comfortable, right? Like oh, it, sure. makes the, it makes the dysfunction more manageable when you don't like have that, to worry about money, right? It's like that joke, you know, I can get, I can get from, and I forget exactly how it goes, but I can get from point A to point B, you know, in a car, but it's much more comfortable in a Mercedes or something, right? Like, it, you know, it's, it, of course, of course, not having to worry about that is, is, you know, that having that financial freedom, of course, you'll have some people that'll complain, but but for the most part, you know, I think everyone can agree, at least people listening to this podcast are, will agree that, yeah, more money in their pocket means a little bit more of a comfortable life and not having to worry about through the rest of what life throws at you, right? Because like, who wants what, one more thing to worry about? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah. So, okay. So we have financial abundance or shifting the mindset there. Um you know, you know, I, I want to leave it at that. I want people to go and read the book. I don't think it's a very, I don't think it's super long. I haven't read the book yet. I want to, I, I will read the, actually, I'm going to gr- grab it on audible. You, now you mentioned something about audible. Let's tell the audience about audible. Cause obviously if they're listening, they like listening to material already. How can they find this on audible? 
Yeah, definitely. So we just partnered with Audible so that people can get a copy of the book absolutely for free in an audio version, which, you know, obviously I have a lot of podcast listeners in my community. So that's why we want to take that step there. And um, you can go to kellyroachcoaching.com forward slash unstoppable, sign up for a free trial through Audible, grab your copy of the book. Um, you know, you can cancel at any time. There's no restrictions or anything like that. And, you know, as long as you cancel within the, you know, subscription uh, trial period, you'll never be charged a dime. And it's a great way to get an introduction to these things, get some fuel in your tank, some motivation to get your butt in gear and, uh, you know, start really getting real um, about accomplishing your goals and dreams and, and not just wishing for it, not hoping for it, but putting an action plan, a strategy and a roadmap in place to get it done. I love it. I love it. And um, so there's a couple other things. So first of all, I, am, I subscribe to Audible. I have like the 20 something dollars a month. It's the best thing ever. I would not read half of the books I listen to because I just don't have the time. But because I'm always in an opportunity to, to listen, and this is kind of a little plug for Audible. I'm not a sponsor of the show or anything. But because I'm always in a position where I can listen to something somehow, uh, I've, I've shifted my mindset. And I don't know about you, Kelly, but I've shifted my mindset from, hey, you know what? The times when I can listen to music, I can be adding some sort of value to myself. And I love music. Uh, I love music and I really have, have made a, a significant shift in listening to books. Cause it's, it's just a good way for me to, uh, to get through them. And, uh, yeah, audible is fantastic. I have blown through so many books on audible and I think I get like two a month or something because of the, all oh, the credits. It's, it's really cool. Anyway, that's like a quick plug to Audible and they don't even sponsor the show. So there you go. There you go. <laughs> um, sign up to Audible, get Kelly's book for free. Kelly, I have to ask you something and this is totally off. It's not really off topic, but you were a cheerleader for the Eagles. I was. Yes. Okay. Yes, so I was. I need to know what you learned in actually, no, I don't, I, first of all, I'm a Steelers fan. So Eagles, yeah. That doesn't work for me. Opposite side of PA. But no, really, what did you learn from your time as a cheerleader? Did you learn? Like, I was curious about the experience because it's just, um, I don't want to get too like business sense, but I think there's a lot to be learned from that. And that's a, that's a really cool experience. Not everybody has that experience um, or, or not everybody take, could take that experience and, and learn from it. And obviously you did and, and you, you turn that into a very successful business. What, what was that like? And what did you learn from that? Were there any experiences you learned specifically from that, that you translated into, you know, your current, current life, current, you know, uh, position? Yeah, definitely. People ask me all the time, like, did that have any impact on my career? Did it have any impact on me? Did I learn anything? And, and I have to say it was definitely a life changing experience for me in so many different ways. I mean, first of all, I was the youngest girl on the team. When I auditioned, I was 18 years old. I was a freshman in college. And so I had the opportunity at a really young age to start doing publicity appearances, be in the media, be um, oh. taped for, you know, news channels, um, 
you know, have my picture taken for the newspaper, sign autographs, pose, speak with CEOs, meet, you know, high level, you know, corporate figures and, and people in the community. And, you know, it's, it's a role that requires a lot of discipline, a lot of hard work. Um, and, you know, it, 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 for me, it taught me poise. It taught me professionalism. It taught me discipline. Um, I also went on and, and did two internships with the Philadelphia Eagles even after I stopped cheering for them because I was starting to shift into focusing to get ready for my corporate career. And even that was hugely beneficial and, and really um, helped set me up for success. And I do believe that cheering for the NFL and having that position that really required so much dedication and time and energy and effort um, did set me up to be successful in my corporate career very, very quickly. I think it absolutely had an impact on my ability to get promoted in seven times, you know, in eight years, because I was forced to become so mature in, in, in doing that role that I brought that to the table. And I was managing people when I was 22 years old that were 50. And, you know, you have to have a certain ability to communicate effectively, to connect with people, to inspire, um, you know, to gain respect. And, and I feel like a lot of that I did learn from my time with the Eagles. What, and this is me being a total nerd football fan right now. First of all, are you an Eagles fan? I am an Eagles fan, um, but I will say I have um, not been quite as happy with them over the last few years. Um, I was really, yeah, I was really disappointed in a lot of the decisions that they made, um, over the last five years. So I kind of lost a little bit of my, uh, enthusiasm for them. Um, but I think they've made, you know, some, some good choices, you know, for the upcoming season. So I'm hoping that this year will be, um, a re rebuilding and, and a launching point for uh, a, a good future for them. All right. What was the most awesome experience of being a cheerleader? Like what, what, not even from the business sense, just like, what was the coolest part about being a cheerleader, especially 18 years old? Like you're not even, you're, you haven't seen anything in the world at that point. Like what was yes. the coolest part of getting that opportunity? Well, definitely for me, it was performing on game day. I mean, going out at halftime and performing in front of, you know, thousands and thousands of people um, and having the opportunity to do what I loved, which, you know, has always been, you know, a centerpiece of my life, you know, dance and exercise and being physical and performing. Um, that's just a huge passion of mine. So for me, just the opportunity to perform on game days was, I mean, absolutely wild. And especially at 18 years old, it's, oh, yeah. it's such a privilege, such an opportunity that i can't even obviously i couldn't imagine that i would never have an opportunity to be a cheerleader but or at least a professional cheerleader in the nfl um i think that's so cool and i, I think it's just an added wrinkle in your repertoire to say like hey i went from this to be very successful and not this is not to say anything about cheerleaders but i think you know the initial like all right if you were to lead that off, like every conversation that you were a former cheerleader, like what is the initial reaction of people? 
Yeah, I think there's a lot of misconceptions out there about what, you know, being a professional cheerleader or an NFL cheerleader is all about. And mm-hmm. I don't think people understand it's a 14 hour workday. Um, it's extremely physically intensive. Our practices were oftentimes five hours long. We'd have like two or three, you know, two minute wa- water breaks. Um, so there's a very high level of intensity as far as physical performance as an athlete. But not only that, most of the girls that are professional cheerleaders are also leaders in the community. They're working full-time. A lot of them have graduated college already. On my team specifically, I had so many girls that I looked up to. There were scientists. There were nurses. There were real estate agents. There were teachers. And so being 18 and learning from all of these women who were college graduates, professionals in their field, had so much depth to them was huge for me. And and that's a misconception out there that people really don't understand, you know, the, the quality of people um, Mm -hmm. that are on these teams and and that there's more to them than just what you see out there, you know, on the field on game day. Oh, for sure. And and I think that's, you know, the reason I'm asking is because I think there's so much to be learned from that. Um, And you know what? I I just thank you for making that jump. I thank you for, you know, being uh, someone to take that experience and really uh, go to the next level with it. Um, because listen, I think that we are all better for you becoming a business coach today. And I, and I thank you for joining me on the podcast. Um, for those of you, yeah, uh, you know, it was definitely a pleasure. And, you know, for those of you listening that want the book, I'm going to have the links in there. I'll have the link to the audible edition as well as the hard copy or or the, the paper copy, um, on Amazon, but really Kelly today was able to show us how you can go from NFL cheerleader to a business mogul. I mean, she is an absolute genius when it comes to taking businesses to the next level. Um, and you're, and you speak too. So if there's anyone out there that's looking to have Kelly come out and speak to your business, I'll have all those links for you because I'm already got my wheels turning and I'm sure that many of you can take advantage of what she has to offer. Kelly, again, amazing conversation. I am really looking forward to, I'm, I'm getting the book now on audible. So there there it is made the first audible audible sale off the podcast. Um, I want to, I'm definitely going to listen. I I really love what you had to say and uh, you are welcome back anytime. Well, thank you you so much for having me. And I hope it added a lot of value for your listeners. And um, I would love to come back anytime. So let me know how I can serve. Thank you so much. Go Steelers. I'm going to stick to that one on that note. All right. And until next time. Thanks, Kelly. Have a good one. Thank you. you. Bye now. This has been a VincenzoLandino.com production. Thank you for listening. If you enjoy the Brand Boost podcast, please give us a rating, write a review, or subscribe. Head on over to brandboostcast.com forward slash subscribe.